When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Our strong. We're in the radical state of California still, and it's mm-hmm. the last night before I take my strong tour onto Las Vegas. Las, you know what goes on there. I think you know what they say. What goes on there is, uh, well, a lot of things. <laughs> and then uh, off to Utah to piss on Mitt Romney's house. <laughs> okay. Big plan. Trump revenge tour. The Trump revenge tour. Now, um, today is National Ballet Day. Do you enjoy the ballet? Have you ever taken your wife to the ballet? Uh, I, as you know, I have a driver, so we usually don't do the ballet parking. <laughs> we just, you know, it's the. A driver drives around town and then picks us up and says, sir, we're ready to go. And I say, no need for the ballet. Get out of here, you Mexican in a vest. I mean, the ballet dancers, ballet, you know, tutus and they twirl and jump and you know, like the Nutcracker ballet. And you don't know what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, you mean like, about. oh, strippers. Oh, well, I, you know, I, I go to strip clubs. I went to one actually in Los Angeles that was not good. They called it jumbos. Okay, so I was thinking we'd see some uh, tiggle biddies, as the African-Americans would say. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They should have called this strip club valedictorians because there were no Bs, Cs, or Ds anywhere present. It looked like a bunch of tall teenage gymnasts <laughs> doing, you know, a pole exercise. And I said, okay, well, thank you for this. Je- Jeff Epstein would have liked this gentleman's club a lot. Not me. So no, I don't. I don't use a, a ballet. I I don't know if you started a new career, but you just did a DJ set at Mar-a-Lago over the weekend. I, I didn't know you were a DJ. Well, obviously, people should check out. I posted a strong exclusive video on my YouTube, Trump the Internet. Uh, it's people don't realize tech stuff. I know you think you're tech stuff, but you should have seen me spinning those tables and. Uh, I mean, I wasn't. I was using a, you know, an Apple, a Tim, Tim Apple, like a Steve Blowjobs computer. Okay. To do strong, de- you know, you press the button and then you do this. You go and the lights change and you. I was yelling at them to turn down the temperature so that Ivanka, you know, because when you, you know, you want beautiful women at the club. So I was like Ivanka, don't stop till your nipples pop. That was like that was kind of like my. That's when you knew to drop. They say drop the beat. You ever heard this? You draw. So yeah. I would say, don't stop till the nipples pop. And then it would go. Bow, 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 bow. So it was, it was very, 
you know, I, it's a sort of, you know, I'm a very talented guy and, um, you know, you hang out with Jeff Epstein, you learn what the young people like in terms of music. And I mean, he skewed a little young, he'd be playing like the Fraggle Rock theme song. And I go, I don't know if that's going to work for the clubs. I think that's a little too young, Jeffrey, but Sir Jeffrey, but uh, we had a great time. And I, I remember, you remember Paris Hilton, she even did DJ. So I said, if that, if that whore is doing it. And uh, everybody's saying it was the greatest uh, DJing. You know what my DJ name is? I was just going to ask you what your DJ name is. DJ No Consent. <laughs> because when I start turning those tables and pressing those buttons, you have to dance. You know, you probably <laughs> thought it was something else, but it just, no, I just it like the name. <laughs> they called me the Pied Piper of Mar-a-Lago. okay now what kind of music did you play was it house music was it rap was it reggae what what's your style at mar-a-lago we call it house slave music (laughs) so that's what we were playing can you name some of the artists that you played uh sure uh there was uh moby sharecropper (laughs) okay there was Paul Oaken, Oaken Fold My Laundry, Negress. There was uh, Fat Boy Slim Pickens in the Cotton Field. And there was, uh, uh, what was his name? Oh, what's his name? Uh, Dead Mouse for Dinner Because You Don't Get to Eat at the Master's Table. So it's you know we had the 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 the, the, the cream of the crop the cream of the share crop we call it with a strong uh, you know those are A-list DJs and we had uh, David get a pitcher of lemonade for me <laughs> David get a a pitcher of lemonade for me I got it <laughs> and uh, you know so we had all the all the great talent. Now, why at um, at your age, why DJ now? Was it something you always thought about your whole life or did you just... Well, um, okay, tech stuff. Okay. What are my yeah. initials? Do you happen to know what my initials are? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's DT, Donald Trump. You don't know what my middle initial is? J. Very good guess, tech stuff. Yes, it's DJT. So... It's sort of like God said, sir, you should be a DJ and you could do it stronger than anybody else. Paul Oaken fold my laundry, though, is very good. <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, well, you heard all of them. You're so many talented DJs. Now, how was the party? Were, were people, uh, I, know you, I know it's DJ no consent. You have to get on the dance floor. But how many people were there? Were there any special guests? And what was the occasion why you DJed? Well, it was uh, the occasion. I'm glad you asked. It was Roger Stone's wife's 50,000th <laughs> friend. We call them friends. 50,000 friend, 50K, 50, which is even more than three Ks. Uh, so it was a very special occasion for us all to celebrate. She was in the middle of the dance for the whole, uh, the whole night. Just, uh, well, 
you know, I think you know the term. It starts with a B and ends with a ukaki. <laughs> where, where did you learn how to DJ or you just figured it out? Did you watch YouTube clips? Well, no, you know, I'm very talented, but also DJs are probably one of the stupidest professions in the world now. It used to take talent. And now it's like, do you have Apple Music and a computer, sir? Yes. Congratulations. You can DJ. Now you want to help you pick the music? Like, I know you have a young son, uh, oh. Baron. Baron, did he help you choose the music? He's in Tomb of the Youth. Or did any of your family members help? Ivanka, Melania? Oh, well, I mean, Ivanka, come on. I would say, Ivanka, put on this tight dress, no bra, and I want you to dance and bounce for how much you like the music. So she was a big fan of uh, Fat Boy Slim Pickens in the Cotton Field. She was definitely enjoying him. Uh, David got a lemonade for me. She wasn't as uh, positive about, uh, but overall, I thought, uh, you know, I got I got a good playlist. You know, you you... You know, once I see Ivanka sort of sweating and the dress starts riding up and the hair is getting very slick and she's looking very horny, that's when I know I have a strong playlist. Have you thought about getting turntables and, and scratching records? Well, I already have two turntables. It's actually modeled after Ivanka's two breasts, you know, because <laughs> they're perfectly cylindrical. So we just, I spin them and I, you know, when I want to drop the beat, I just press the, the right nipple down. <laughs> very good stuff i did not know that well i hopefully uh we can see more of your dj sets have you thought about ever touring and and djing maybe your own rallies like an uh, okay, after party well, you know what okay we've got a decent tech stuff guy this week and i was just about to say i'm going to be doing strong djing at my rallies <laughs> and at after parties so it's it's going to bring a new sort of entertainment you know i did comedy everybody knows i'm the funniest sort of president we've ever and now i'm adding a music component so you know it's it's a beautiful thing um, i'm very excited to hopefully hear you dj one day and i can't wait now joe rogan i don't know if you're a fan of his he has the probably the most popular podcast on the internet right now and probably uh, one of the most popular okay second oh, i think I mean, second second okay. second remember second. i said remember i said oh they sent us a good text yes. guy okay. i take it back last right. show for you second most popular podcast on the internet very popular guy joe rogan there are clips of him saying the n-word i want to know how you feel about this do you think he's going to lose popularity what are your thoughts on this whole expose? Because people are really going after him. The whole um, people he had guests had on talking about the vaccination and and, um, and COVID and people thought those were um, not facts and people were getting up on arms. It's really a witch hunt for him, I think. But I want to hear your opinion. Uh, what I think is I don't agree with everything Joe Rogan says, you mm -hmm. know, but I think he's fair. I think he's tough. I think he's honest. I think he gives people a chance. He may disagree with you, but he gives people a chance. And I think they, they couldn't get him. You know, they couldn't. They thought, oh, we got him on having doctors who have different opinions. So we're going to get him off. We're going to cancel him. Neil Young is going to take his 90-year-old sideburns. 
<laughs> off of Spotify. Oh no, Joni Mitchell. Who the hell are you? Nobody cares. Oh, they're off Spotify. So when it didn't work, you see this? It didn't work. I tried to cancel them. Cancel culture didn't work. And all of a sudden, they say, we discovered a total N-word parade. We've taken every N-word he said for the last 12 years, and we're going to put it into a video and make him look very racist. And now here's the thing. It was like 24 N-words, okay? I do that before breakfast every day. So I'm not impressed. In fact, I'm sort of, I lost a little respect for, for Joe Rogan when they said, he said the N-word 24 times, and I said, that's all? That's like, what is this guy? Radical left, sort of cancel culture PC guy? That's, that's so sad. Like, it's, it's pathetic. Uh, you know, so I, I wanted to be on his side. I wanted to support, you know, because the left has gone crazy. But then they tell me, oh, he's free speech. He said it 24 times in 12 years. I go, 24, excuse me, 24 times in 12 years. That's like... Only, well, it's not too many per year. You can do the math. So I won't show off. But you do, he does this, and they tell me he's a free speech guy. And so I actually lost respect when I found out it was only 24 N words. Uh, you know what I call 24 N words? Two basketball teams. So <laughs> it's a very sad thing. It's a very sad thing because I don't think he's so committed to free speech. If he said, if they told me Joe Rogan said the N-word 4,050 times, I would have said, that's a good start. And we'll <laughs> see if he can become even stronger. But 24 times in 12 years, that's, that's practically PC radical left, like far left progressive. Like Bernie Sanders probably says that, you know, so, you know. Is so I thought you'd be a, a fan of Joe Rogan, maybe because of free speech and not being canceled. Well, I, excuse, excuse me. I, I would gave there him be, that credit, but there, you know, would there be position for him if you did run and you won again? Would there be a position for him on your staff? Uh, as what radical left super PC guy. So if he wants to, if he wants to join my administration, which I'm always open to it because I think he has some good qualities, he's going to have to really step up his N-word game. <laughs> you know, I'm actually talking to Ice Cube and to Kanye and to see if they can sort of coach him a little bit, <laughs> give him some strong N-word coaching. You know, like people have life coaches. I want him to have an N-word coach. And uh, I think then we could see uh, if he could maybe improve and then maybe there would be a spot. I'm not saying no, I don't do cancel culture. So I, if Joe Rogan is open to improving his N-word usage, then we'll see what happens. Well, I don't know if he'd take you up on that. Have you ever tried to get on his podcast? I mean, they ask, he asks me like every week to join his podcast. And I say, uh, thank you, Joe. I respect you, but no, we're not doing, you know, we call Sleepy Joe and we got podcast Joe. And I don't, I feel like Joe's a bad luck. I got different Joe's in area codes. <laughs> bars. No, no bars tonight. 
You spit a lot of bars last week. You must be tired. I know I'm actually very high energy, so I never get tired. But no, I last, I mean, they practically got a, a rap concert. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people were telling me this week saying your raping last week on the show was so strong. <laughs> it was very strong, very powerful. Now, Mr. President, before we get back into our, our next story, uh, we have a great sponsor this week. Each and every week, betonline.ag, and it is a huge week. The big game is finally here as we hit Super Bowl Sunday with the last game of the NFL football season. BetOnline has you covered from odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. Who are you taking this week, Mr. President? Are you taking the Bengals or are you taking the Rams? I know who uh, Vice President Pence is taking, but who are you taking? I'm taking the Bengals. You got to... When he defeated Patrick Mahomey, I said that is, they call it the great white hope. Patrick, is it Burrow or Burrows? Joe Burrow. No S. Oh, Joe. No S? No S. Well, okay. I would have many Burrows, but he can only afford one. Well, you know, I, and he, he's a very talented guy, and I think he's going to do strong things for the great patriotic conservative city of Cincinnati. Now, Besides football, when football is over, bet online, you can bet on basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC odds, every sport you want. It's there at betonline.ag from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Even have a casino, blackjack, poker, craps, whatever you want to play. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. And head over right now, guys, okay? Every listener, if you plan on wagering on the Super Bowl, head over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device or sign up today on your computer and get your 50% welcome bonus. That's right. On your first deposit. So you put in whatever you put in, you get 50% more only on your first deposit. Everyone's going to ride money on the Super Bowl. You might as well do it on betonline.ag and use promo code CLNS50 to get you started. That's right. A 50% welcome bonus. If you're going to use it any week, use it this week because the big game is here and there are so many different bets you can make on betonline.ag. So use the promo code CLNS50. It's the fastest and easiest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and your favorite casino games. It's betonline where the game starts betonline.ag also join the patreon more patrons have been coming in this week which is awesome join up five dollars we've had ten dollars come in the 690s whatever level is good for you join up patreon.com slash mpga we are doing something very special this month coming up for our live episode and a special guest for a bonus episode so you don't want to miss out on this we will reveal next week it's patreon.com slash mpga also binge all the bonus episodes we have banked probably over over 100 bonus episodes you can check out. And if you are following us and liking us on Facebook, please like and share the most recent posts we put up or this coming week. Because I say something here? I was going to tell you, know, you about Zuckerberg's well, algorithms. Excuse me. Are Facebook's, yeah. Facebook's been very rude to me. I think you know this tech stuff. Very yes. rude. 
So what we need is we've been getting more and more people liking the Facebook. You know, we have a lot of fans, a lot of fans. They say, I like it. And then, you know, what radical left robot Zuckerberg does. He says, I'm not going to show any of the fans, any of these posts. So what you have to do this week is you have to go. If you are a fan and you're on Facebook, just go visit the page this week and like two or three posts, maybe share one with your friends but at least like two or three posts because then that'll let them know there's, they call it strong engagement because right now they're hiding the stuff. So you have to go find it and then they'll boost it once our strong supporters say, I like this, like, like. And then they'll say, well, okay, sir, it seems that everybody is fighting our robotic algorithm. So we must show more posts. Thank you. And check out the YouTube page, everyone, getting um, some nice comments about the YouTube page. People commenting every single week on the page. They love seeing the podcast besides hearing it. So check that out um, on our website. Please like the YouTube page. Subscribe. It's for free. Now, Mr. President, I wanted to bring up some beef that you've had this past week with Vice President Pence. Like I keep oh, he, saying, he, he wishes he had my beef. <laughs> You guys have a very love-hate relationship, and this he week, loves, I think... He loves me, and I hate him. <laughs> now, you said that he could have overturned um, the election on January 6th. He's saying that you don't know what you're talking about, and he could not have turned overturned it. You've been going back and forth. Can you clear the air? Have you spoken to him? Have you guys made up? What, what's going on? No, I think Pence and I are done, and I've told my supporters that they can peacefully protest at his house. They can peacefully protest with his wife, and they can peacefully protest at his funeral. So, you know, we're just talking peaceful protest, but Mike Pence and I are done. We, the breakup is official. I'm sure he's crying and, you know, watching strong men in porn videos to, to comfort himself, but he's big and he's gay and he's Mike Pence and he's no longer my friend. Wow. So is there a, someone who is a front he's now runner? FVP BGMP, former vice president, big gay Mike Pence. Is there a front runner right now for, well, there's a backdoor runner and her name is Lauren Bobert. So, but wouldn't Can you imagine, that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be hot? Let's be honest. Wouldn't it be hot if I have melatonin, uh, you know, very attractive third first lady. And then all of a sudden I have a tiny, sexy, stupid vice president who, you know, oh, the first lady isn't here. We should work late tonight, vice president. <laughs> Would that be a fantasy come true, Mr. President? It's, not a fan it's I've already done it. It's just a matter of making her vice president. Me and Bobert are fucking. Okay. okay. Breaking it's news. <laughs> Breaking news. Strong Christian president and strong Christian representative from Colorado are, uh, you know, plowing the snow in the Rockies. <laughs> now, I don't know if you want to talk about this, Mr. President, but you've been accused of this, and it, it is true. Presidential documents are supposed to be held on to not supposed to be ruined and you have um, been known to rip up many presidential documents where excuse me i can already this is a fake story the only documents that i was throwing away or hiding or shredding 
are the documents that I masturbated into. <laughs> well, they were saying that they've never seen so many documents that I had to tape back together because you. Well, I have a lot of I have a lot of presidential juice. Well, how about the documents that you are holding on to at Mar-a-Lago? Can you explain that also? You're not supposed to leave the White House with any presidential documents. Everything should be well, left was, at the White House. Well, you know that. that. Those were the old presidents who didn't know what the hell they were doing. They got our country. Oh, look, sir, our country is a total joke. They're ruining our country. But I kept the documents, sir. I kept all the documents while China and Russia burned our country to the ground. Don't worry, sir. The documents are sealed and protected and we have no country left, but we protected the documents, sir. So we did it. We did it. We're a very great country, sir. Now I do it a different way. I win. I protect our country. I make our country great. And if I have to destroy some documents involving corruption and sexual assault and thief thievery and, and other crimes to keep our country safe, then I do that. And if I, you know, am feeling particularly horny, I might uh, use some of them for presidential masturbation. Is that, do they want to keep that too? They want to say, oh, we need to keep the presidential strong semen because it's, it's in the records. Fine. Okay. You know what? We'll keep it. We'll keep out. We'll keep a whole Trump sperm bank for everybody. <laughs> just so we're officially doing everything the right way, sir. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know that was why you were ripping them up. So that, I mean, that, that seems like a good excuse why to rip them up. So I don't know why they're so upset. Well, they're stupid and they're weak. But other than that, I don't know either. Now, Mr. President, this is the first episode of the month of February, and we are going to get, um, I'm going to read you some questions from Instagram and Twitter from this week. But before, some news that came out. I think we should go to the questions. You think so? Is, it, is this a big news story or can we skip it? It's a small news story. I just want to hear your opinion on it. It's 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 build a bear. I'm sure your children had build a bear growing up, right? Ivanka, I'm sure got a build a bear, and maybe well, um, Don. I know Jr. we're not ta- we're not talking about him, but uh, uh, Mike Pence was on a website a lot of the time called Banging Bears. <laughs> so you know, I think he knows about it. No, Ivanka, uh, Ivanka wasn't into build a bear. Uh, Eric was into build a bear. Well, Build-A-Bear is now making adult after dark bears, like a bear in its boxers, a bear in lingerie. I don't know who's going to buy that. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, well, I already own two. That's why I didn't think, you know, and believe me, those bears are getting the shit fucked out of them. I got Stuffing one of, like, fucked nice, out of them. <laughs> I, got, I got one of these, you know, I, they put a little, little nighttime high heels on it and a little a little nighty and i said oh, hello bear how are you bear and the bear <laughs> says sir i'm very good but i'm only 18 sir i'm very young i'm a young recently built bear barely built bear that's where I, you know that's the section i go to and build a bear barely barely built and i said that's okay 18 you know old, old enough old enough to teddy ruxpin old enough for fucking <laughs> and I then, uh, you know, have strong sex with the bear. All right. Well, I thought no one would make any money off this, but apparently they're going to make a lot of money now. I strongly endorse fucking Build-A-Bears. Now, Mr. Pre- unequivocal endorsement. Very strong. 
Now, Mr. President, this first question comes in from our Patreon president on Instagram. Dr. Mr. President, Sir Esquire, with the escalating tensions in Ukraine, is it time for another, in quotes, perfect call, this time with President Putin and President Zelensky of Ukraine? And what would be your powerful message to both leaders? Thank you, sir. Obviously, first off, I hope that our strong Patreon president uh, put the quotes because it's a direct quote and not suggesting that it wasn't a perfect, you know what I mean? Right. I think I trust him. I think he was just quoting me, Mm -hmm. but there's a little part of me that thinks he might've been saying it wasn't perfect quote. And it was. (laughs) Now, if this was Rudley with the hard eye, I would say, of course, he's, he's a total liar. He's putting it in fake quotes, but I think we can trust Alex's iPhone. Uh, I think it might be time for another perfect call to Ukraine, but the problem is the lying fake news media has allowed an election to be stolen by Hunter Biden's father, who was so corrupt with Burisma. And I don't think we can have a perfect call with Sleepy Joe as president. We can have a life alert call. You know, we could have the clapper, you know, if... If, if Sleepy Joe falls, maybe he can call Ukraine on a life alert and say, I've fallen, Jack, and I can't get up. But no, we need a perfect call, and I don't think we can get a call. Who are you going to call? Not Sleepy Joe. Well, how would you, this comes from US Steel 07, how would you handle this current situation between Russia and Ukraine? Well, that wouldn't have, unfortunately, we would have never gotten to this situation. You know, we never, you notice we never got into this situation when I was president. No, what I would do now, we're in a tough spot. I would try to send melatonin over uh, to suck on Vladimir Putin. I'm not ready to go to the ultimate weapon, which is, of course, Ivanka, which, as you know, would be very, very tough. It's like dropping nukes. There's no going back. There's no going. Once, once, once you have to send in Ivanka you know, to break beds and pop bras, it's, it's too late for peace. It's too late because even if she stops a war with her great breasts and strong hips, I'm going to be so mad that I'm going to end up nuking Russia. So it's really, it's sort of a, a disaster. So, but I think our big problem is we let sleepy Joe in. This never happened under me. So I would, I would, at this point, I would try, we call it melatonin diplomacy, where she goes in and distracts Putin with Transylvanian oral, and then we hope for the best. This is a quick question. Uh, just curious from uh, Sean Murphy, 77. Is there a Fred Trump tradition for Chinese New Year, or as your, uh, your friend, strong Kim Jong-un would call it, Lunar New Year? Is there a Fred Trump tradition for Chinese New Year? Okay. Okay. You know, you see, you, do you see what they're doing? Trying to bait you, you into telling them. All right. They're trying. We gave them, instead of being grateful, instead of Sean Murphy saying, thank you, sir, for giving us a very rare glimpse into the Patreon Fred Trump traditions. Now they want one every week. And he thought he was being slick. You're not slick, Sean. You're actually not the opposite of slick. You're not slick. <laughs> and... So, no, you don't get to hear about the Fred. We, we gave you, it's called a freebie. 
and it was a very rare freebie. Our strong Patreon people know how valuable the Fred Trump traditions are. We should turn them into NFTs. That's not, not a bad idea. Fred tradi- Negro Fred traditions, <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> And no, so we're not giving that away. Of course, there was a Chinese New Year Fred Trump tradition. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, this question comes from Twitter. It's uh, at Rob Shuttleworth. He sent in some a uh, few questions over. Well, he gets one. His uh, he gets one. Pick no, one. I'm saying we've read some questions of his oh, okay. in the past. Well, be, you know what? Be clear tech stuff. You had me Sorry. attacking one of our great people because you were not clear. Very, I wasn't. Very text sloppy. Text sloppy. <laughs> Mr. President, sir, what artists do you plan to have at your strong inauguration in 2025 or earlier? And who will sing the Star Spangled Banner? We're going to have Kid Rock singing his Let's Go Brandon song. And then we're going to have uh, Morgan Wallen. You know this guy? I don't know. Uh, he was the guy kicked that SNL kicked off because, oh, he was yelling the N-word. Oh, so we can't have him on SNL. He yelled the N-word. Oh. Well, he would be singing the star, a, a remake of the Star Spangled Banner called The N-Word. <laughs> this question comes from Dr. Downey. Mr. President, sir, what will you do if Ivanka and Pence testify for the January 6th committee? Uh, well... I mean, this is, I want to be honest with our people. I would probably throw something at the TV when Mike Pence testifies. And assuming Ivanka comes in in a very tight, strong business outfit with no bra, like she did at the UN, I would probably uh, get a strong court TV erection. (laughs) Would you be angry that they spoke to the January 6th committee? Uh, Mike Pence and I, there's nothing to be angry about. He's dead to me. And hopefully once my supporters peacefully protest all over his uh, body, that he will be peacefully protested to death. Uh, But I could never be mad at Ivanka. They're taking advantage of her. They're they're trying to force her into things that she doesn't want to do. And I think that's the most, she's just a young girl of 40 years old, just a daughter. And they're trying to ruin her life. And it's a disgrace. This is a great question. Comes from at Greg Paholsky. Sir, why isn't Mar-a-Lago hosting the Winter Olympics? It's a great question. You know, because I think, you know, obviously Florida is very warm. And unfortunately, we've had an ice shortage in Florida because Roger Stone's wife has to constantly ice down <laughs> her vaginal region from the strong friction and pounding. So we've had a night, you know, so they want for the winter games, they want lots of ice. And unfortunately uh, we didn't have enough ice left after Roger Stone's wife used it. This is the last question. And this comes from uh, at 44 business. Your honorable, esteemed, Dr. Mr. All-Powerful, one and only President Esquire, sir. Oh, somebody is maybe looking to take over the presidency. I guess Alex's iPhone better step up his game a little bit. Now, this is a hypothetical situation, but would you accept a pardon from Sleepy Joe? 
a burden for what? I guess he's insinuating that if you got in trouble and you were arrested or you were thrown in jail, would you accept a pardon from Sleepy Joe? Hypothetical. I wouldn't accept a pardon from Sleepy Joe because he's not legitimate. To accept a pardon from him would be to acknowledge that he has the power to pardon. And the only pardon he has is if he walks into my office and I catch him staring at Ivanka's big breasts. And if he says, pardon me, I'd say, you're pardoned. That's okay. I allow that pardon. You are very rude. <laughs> Other than that, no pardons. Well, Mr. President, thank you for a- answering all the listeners' questions for this week and spending another week with us. Um, if, if I may make a few announcements before you make your announcements. Quick, quickly. Excuse yes, me quickly. I will. Uh, very busy week, everyone. Come check already out some stand slow. That was already too slow. That I- was already too slow. All right. Well, let me start off first. Uh, those who um, watched Something from Nothing this past week, thank you for the tweets and the messages. I appreciate that. And uh, those who haven't yet, check it out on Amazon. It's something from nothing, the special. It's part documentary, part comedy special. It's something from nothing on Amazon. Also, it's on video on demand, on YouTube, Vimeo. Also, dates coming up this Thursday and Friday. Go to comedycraftbeer.com. I will be in Stafford Springs, the Four Seasons Thursday at 7 p.m. Friday at 7.30 p.m. I'll be at Water's Edge in New Haven, Connecticut. And then another date in Connecticut on Saturday night at 7 p.m. I'll be at the Fairfield Comedy Club, fairfieldcomedyclub.com for tickets. Look at this. Look at this. There's literally a pussy trying to get grabbed right now. (laughs) My my donor in L.A. has one of these things. And all this, oh, you don't grab it, sir. Don't grab it, though. Sir, if you grab it, they'll, they'll cancel culture you. Look at it sitting there, wanting to be grabbed. I see it's, that. It's sitting there, and it's, it's an African-American, by the way. You see that color? <laughs> I see. Okay. African-American. I like that. Also so the there's title the title of a Righteous Prick podcast episode this week. Uh... <laughs> Like he's just staring at the camera now. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Connecticut, Sunday and Monday, uh, Super Bowl Sunday and Monday, Valentine's Day. I'll be at the Borgata Casino in Atlantic City at 7 p.m. Tuesday. If you're in Westchester, Gordo's North in Thornwood, come check that out at 8 p.m. You go to Eventbrite for tickets for that. Just putting Gordo's North Comedy. And on Wednesday night, if you're in New York City at Caveat, I will be opening for Jordan Carlos at 9.30 p.m. You mean uh, President Obama? Yes, President Obama from the podcast. So check that out. And uh, those are the uh, dates for this week. So lots of dates oh. to check me out. Mr. President, uh, the floor is, it, is yours. Is it, I'm sorry. I don't have more it, long plugs usually. This did, is did the 2024 election pass yet. <laughs> is it over? Did I win again for a third time? Okay. Anyway, thank you, Tech Stuff. All our audiences now killed themselves from boredom. Uh, I would like to make an... Hey, everybody, it's JL. Wow. Isn't that magical what just happened? I hope you go and watch the YouTube of this if you're still listening, just for the cat cameo at the end. Yes. Um, it was very funny. But uh, I have one gig this week. Um, when you're listening to this, if you are anywhere near Salt Lake City, for Christ's sakes, or have friends near there, I am crushing right now. Thank you to everybody who came out in, in L.A., uh, the show was fucking amazing. Um, I really appreciate that the journeys people took, but the show, the show was worth like, it's the time I'll say the show was worth it. I was that fucking strong. 
but uh, <laughs> I am in Jordan Landing, uh, Utah, right outside of Salt Lake City this Thursday, 7 p.m. show. I will be at the Utah Jazz Games Wednesday and Friday. So if you uh, just look for me there also, I'll tell a joke from my seat, especially on Friday when I'm eight rows behind the Utah Jazz bench. Oh, uh, nice. Can, yeah, those were not cheap. And then, uh, but I thank you. That's Patreon and Cameo <laughs> money at work for those tickets. And then uh, after that, mark your calendar, February 20th, uh, Billions. And then after that, um, we're working hard on the special. If you, if you, sorry for the cross plug, if you're still listening, but uh, two new episodes of Righteous PK podcast on my website. You can get them the same place as you get this one, but I explain what's going on with my special on the last two episodes. Um, so important information if you're a big fan of mine. So other than that, have a great, uh, great week. Stay safe. Go see Jay if you're in one of the 95 places he just listed. <laughs> and God help us all.